Let's get into it. But think that one fucking song, bro. I say it every week now. What? Fantasia. You pretty much say the same things at the beginning of every show every week. (laughs) The goat. The goat. (laughs) That's the real thing. I I don't want to forget. Ah. Mm. Well, welcome y'all to the oh to the excuse me in the to the from the pull up on the corner convo episode sixty seven I believe if I'm not mistaken I could be I think it might be sixty eight actually it's sixty somebody look it up you know somebody tell me something it's gonna be posted all over the planet like thousands of others across the country sixty seven it's a place to go if you want to be seen and to a lot of folks. It's the information center of the neighborhood. Down, you already know what that is, though. That's the goat. <laughs> I switched it up this week. You already know who that is. Fuck is in the bag, and the bag is the base, and the base never change. It's a groove. So does you hear that groove? I know I, 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 I got you. I know I got you. I know I got you. Hey, look, look, look. Welcome to the Corner Convo, episode 67. Should have started rapping, bro. You know, I thought about it. I thought about it, man. I will be your host for the evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you are at in the world. We want to thank you for tuning in. It's tuning in to the theme. Are they tuning in? Yes. Man. Okay, all right. It's that's cool, like man. Radio dial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dial. <laughs> my name is AMON. Say what you want. Just spell my Clicking. name right. You heard? I'm going to of all time. One of the best singers, one of the Oh, you changed up. Oh, Jack, Jack, the the, the success junkie. Oh wow, you just got the whole thing on. He's magnetic. <laughs> that boy started cheating now. Yeah, she knows what she's talking about. Wow. Shout out to my boy AB. What up, Tad? You got the nope. I'm about to be on some real murder shit. Ooh. Yes, you know, I'm telling you, man. I hear you. Any nigga that ever looked at me wrong owes me money or ever said any jealous bullshit about you know me is fucking dead. You understand what the fuck I'm saying? Hey, they're fucking dead, man. Tad, you got to do certain shit. It's just like a motherfucker down there. It just sounded so beautiful. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let me bring this down, man, for the, for the, <laughs> the hostess with the most is fuck out here. Hostess? <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't know, man. Let's have some fun. Fuck it. Huh? Hostess is feminine. Oh, I love that respect. I'm an actor. Jesus. But now, you refer to me as the African genius. I'm an African genius. But now, I'm an African genius. But now, I'm an African genius. But now, you will refer to me as the African genius. What was that? That boy got bars. Yeah, bars was heavy. They that's yeah. enough of that. That's enough yeah, of that. They was getting. Yeah, that I, was I feel away, bro. Crazy. Yeah, your bars definitely yeah, never get I, out. I don't have any bars on record, bro. You, right you're a rapper, though. See, and I, you I, rap all the time. All the fucking time. All the time. See, I'm the only dark skinned person on the show. Mm. That's called that's inner, probably inner why. racism. Race? That's probably why. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say that's probably why. <laughs> 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 Seems real. Oh, What's up, shit. man? How was everybody? How was everybody week, man? Everybody was good. Everybody said, man, you definitely rap all the time. Yeah, I was just saying, boy, rap for no reason. 
Ah, uh, man. The week was, it was, uh, it was a hell of a week, man. It was, it was a roller coaster for me because this week passed. You know, I, uh, supposed to go to a homecoming, homecoming festivities with my son and in the homecoming game the next day. Well, we got news from the instructor, his teacher, that none of his classmates were going. So it would have been a lonely time. So, you know, I want to experience something as a parent, selfishly mm-hmm. experience something as a parent, but it was just best that he didn't. When you say go. none of his classmates, are we talking about like in the one class or are we talking about like the whole school? None of the kids that are deemed non-mainstream. Oh, oh, got you, got you. You okay. know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. We're going. I'm oh, glad yeah, they informed right. us though, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I'm you, you don't here. think he would have still had a little fun? Because well, he got two amazing parents. We'd have made that shit happen. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, y'all would have party, happen, You know, so everything sure. happened. And then we're going to go to the game the next day, but it rained and it got pushed back because something happened, which may be a blessing in disguise. Something happened at the uh, festivities where they pushed the game back from 12 to 6. Oh, I don't even want to know what happened. You yeah, know what right. I'm saying? I just know the school's out south and south, I don't trust you motherfuckers. <laughs> but then, all the guys something because, south happened. Yeah, the, the next day, I uh, got to do security downtown at Newberry Library. Oh, Amazing Newberry. Amazing place inside. Yeah, Newberry. I did security for Theo James and Rose Leslie. Theo James from Underworld and Divergent okay. and Rose Leslie oh. from uh, Game of Thrones. Dope. That's my, shit. Was, That's my which, shit. Which, Wait, are they comedians or were they doing a no, book no, reading? Actors. They were doing a, they actually filming a TV series called oh, okay. of, of a book which turned into a movie now it's a TV series. This is kind of your space too, you know, so you know about all this shit. Yeah. It's called The Time Traveler's Wife. Now give me all a shout out. Oh, I've heard about that. That was a book. Yeah, I think we were supposed to read that in yeah. grammar school too. Yeah. Doing it, though. I mean, he had this wig on looking like <laughs> Donnie the Golden Boy Lalonde. He hated that shit too. <laughs> he absolutely hated it, man. But I'm walking her to her trailer for the 75th time in an hour. Because I don't know why they have to get padded up after every scene. Oh, you know what you know what's in that trailer. And some guy <laughs> You know what's in that trailer. I'm not say that. She was so sweet, I can't say nothing, bro. I'm, All right, cool. I'm gonna be man. You I wasn't I'm, I'm gonna say something. Out, I'll be your Jon Snow. I'm like, well, I, say, <laughs> I say, hey, who's Jon Snow? She laughed hard as hell because everybody. Oh, because you ain't, you haven't seen Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones. You've never yeah. seen that one episode. I think you'll like it, bro. Yo, I think that, like not it. only no, he would not like it. No one advice he don't like nothing. True. Let's start there. First of all, I saw I heard accent. I figured she must talk like that in the show. I'm not here for none of that. Nah, nah she nah, don't talk like nah, that on the nah, show nah. necessarily. No, 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 no. It's I think I'm gonna be a hundred with you though. It took me at least a year. Like it was already three seasons before I right. finally sat down and watched it because right. the first one takes too long for you to like get to the point. To get locked and in. It really takes till like the third episode before you be like, oh, y'all out here like that. Oh. Like they do some real cutthroat. It's some you. It's parts of it I think you would dig, but you got to get past the first three episodes. If you get past the first three, no, oh, then you hooked for the oh, whole man. joint. It took me at least a year to get through the whole season, the whole eight. What it was eight seasons at that point? Seven, I think. Total. It ended at eight, right? People, no. I saw people crying about the end of that shit. Ice King, the yeah. winter is coming. All these things. Yeah, Ice King was, was, was cold. Q, Q, one of the funniest people because Billa, he would talk about it every week. And just like you, talk about how much he hated it, but he watched it every week. Every week. <laughs> see, my weekend, every week he had a new opinion about the show. My weekend didn't end there because Sunday I ended up doing security for Kendall Gill. You oh, really? Right. University of Illinois. Trained. Yeah, you know, Shout out like, to Kendall. Shout out to Kendall. Friend of the show. You security guard. You a bass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ooh, I'll take the money. Right. The yes, NBA ninja. Fire. He said he'll be on the show, too. So we, we got to work oh, it yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Kendall Gill is definitely you know a man. But I'm watching these basketball games. Right? His son got game. Phoenix. Uh, shout out to Phoenix, man. Uh, he, he's a freshman at St. Ignatius. He can hoop. But I'm watching oh, his these son's games. son's name is Phoenix, not like the Phoenix yeah, son's. Okay. Name is Phoenix. So I'm watching these games. You just hear some of the most obscene shit coming from the stands. It's these wild-ass parents living through their fucking kids. You know what I'm saying? So right. Vicariously is the word that comes to mind. Absolutely. Yeah. So 
Ignatius is playing. He said no Thomas. word that comes to mind. Yeah, he's, 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 <laughs> like it was like it was several others on the way. No, they are. They are. They are. I knew the no word that comes to mind. I am tapping into my words, man. I'm gonna check out these dogs. These parents was doing so fucking hard, bro. I'm just like, so these games don't count. The coaches can't coach the summer league, but mm-hmm. what, was, what was Team Rose coach doing? I'm going to put that on blast, too. That was High Park. Oh, that's okay. what you said when you said Team Rose. <laughs> yeah, High Park. That was, that was decent, though, man. But then the realization hit in. All the shit we talk about basketball-wise, sports-wise, watching these massive-ass kids running down this court, moving like uh, fucking at light speed, yeah. made me realize that I'm only 42, but I think I'm ready for the 50 and over league, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for the 50 and over league, nah, bro. It's over with. I was playing with some of them young cats not too long ago, man. It's it's a dangerous game for an older guy, man. <laughs> it's dangerous, bro, because they running full speed, Jack. And when you you know, it's that moment as an older dude where you know you already going too fast to stop <laughs> yeah, yeah. or slow down without hurting yourself. <laughs> yeah, they they gonna push you to that speed and it's gonna be too late. You can yep. see it happening in slow motion when you crash into the side of the wall. Damn, he crossed the shit out too. No, no, chasing a loose ball. <laughs> chasing loose no, I definitely don't. That's all you. Yeah, all day. Definitely Whoa. not me. So wait a minute. Wait <laughs> How you gonna say wait a minute? So I didn't say. I wait. I don't, that's on me. That's on me. That was on me. I don't even understand what's going on. I was checking. I was checking myself, man. It's okay. Hey. Was it? I was. Yeah, I, I, that's I why you're sad ass over here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if y'all caught it. That was my weekend in a nutshell, though, man. It was. It was pretty full. Uh, that's cool. It's cool. Oh, I'm trying to remember now, man. Um, school back in, I don't be, I'll be blanking out. I got a 24 hour memory these days. No, I think actually, now that I remember though, the week didn't start out too great, man. Um, got the very, very, very unfortunate news that one of my former students, um, from 2014, I got a graduating class of 2014, a group I taught freshman through senior year, um, was murdered, shot and murdered on 65th and King. Oh shit! Wow. Um, right outside the, you know, the, the manor over there, the parkland. What is it? The park park manor? Is that what it is? O block area. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But uh, and you know, it's just it's tough to kind of get that kind of news. You you expect over time you're gonna find out about people passing, um, but we've lost six in that group now. And um, you know, but what was interesting about that is one shorty reached out to me from that group and was just like, "Yo, man, gotta give you your flowers, man." Like you know. Who knows how long anybody got out here, man. I just want you to know, you know, and I saw actually on the page, like a lot of them showing each other love. So also seeing that a lot of them are still tight mm-hmm. was a little bit of a um, kind of uplifting moment, but it's tough, man. It's tough. So I, I kind of talked to my current students about that a little bit. Um, and that set the tone for the week a little bit. But um, other than that, I don't think I did anything particular, to be honest, man. It's finally like full work groove um brother came to town he's all he's officially a chicagoan so shout out to most he got his official chicago hey, license up, back um still doing some shopping as always but um i really don't think i did anything of any substance this week if i'm i'm a, oh i ran lights for my man a hop man what up to a hop he does this uh joint called um uh hurry up and get your seat it's like a live entertainment joint um yeah like cool, a kind of like a lot like what we used to do at sub t you know what i'm saying like you got like a lot of local artists um but the ones that are polished not like just mm-hmm. random you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying the ones that actually got show material uh did that that was pretty dope got to see one of my favorite people i did bolo shout out to her uh she's a young lady that took over my position at promontory um just such a brilliant young lady at howard university now so black excellence over that way um, I think that's about it, man. Honestly, man, I, I got to sit back Sunday, relax with my laptop up with my fantasy football screen here and the TV there and watch the Bears 
kill and then watched my fantasy team kill. So that was the that's highlight a win. That's a win. That's of the weekend. Did you tell mostly where he, where he should and shouldn't go in Chicago? He already know. He okay, mostly cool. mostly has lived here before. He lived on 86 in Euclid Chicago for a while. Like every month. Man, that dude, yeah. that dude, he, right. he's lived on 86 in Euclid for a while. He lived up north. He lived, he at one point when he first was in Chicago, this dude, this one he didn't know. He was going, he was going from Maywood, Blue Line, to the Green Line, to, to 45th of Michigan, or sorry, the Red Line, to 45th of Michigan, to do a poetry set coming back that route at like 2 o'clock in the morning by not, himself. Not a good wow. idea. Yeah, yeah. But he still didn't run into no smoke. Mostly, you know, mostly he's a different kind of dude. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Mostly, man. Congrats, man. Uh, we will be at the new crib very soon. I was there. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, obviously with me, man, nothing, man. I'm just trying to trying to make us, you know, and, and keep keep our spot, you know, number one podcast, Chicago, man. I got some things going sure. uh, as far as sponsorships are concerned. Uh, waiting on some emails. Um, you know, pe- people are receptive, so it's been going well. Uh, but I got. I also want to give a, a huge shout out. I know it's Libra season, and I didn't realize we had this many Libras that follow it's the most us and, and popular rock, rock birthday, with us. It's crazy. They think the world stopped. So I want to give a shout out. Though. You know, publicly, not just in the group. Uh, Vanessa Renee, uh, Nadine Usher. Uh, <laughs> Tiffany Nicole, my girl Martisa Berry, and last but not least, man, your sister, my sister, Naomi. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know how to say her name. Look, like he's fucked it up. Naomi. 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 Uh, Naima. Naima, 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 Naima. Naima. Yeah, it's a John Coltrane song. Yes. Jazz. Uh, but yeah, shout out, you know, shout out to Naima for sure. That's baby, uh, not baby sis, it's younger sis. Um, and definitely shout out to Lisa. You know what I'm saying? Lisa's libations. Also for today sure. on the fifth. Keisha, shout out to you. Happy birthday. We did some research maybe a couple of years ago or some scrolled across my timeline. October 5th is the most popular birthday in America, meaning is it? the most people are born on October 5th. So what day was they fucking on? It has the Sometime in January. Year's. No, it's the Sometime, New Year's. It's Sometime definitely in January. the New Year's way, for okay. sure. But, um, yeah, yeah, no, man, it's a big, big deal. Libra, there's always a lot of Libras around. Um, and, yeah, we are we are certainly surrounded by Libras. That is for sure. Yeah, we have we have a live show coming up on the 12th. Yeah, 16th um, Street. I guess we'll October. do the uh, we'll do the re the re-birthday party. Yeah. Yeah, that'll yeah. be what's yeah. up. Um, you know, working on that, it's, it's going to be dope. You want to tell people what we got coming? We're just going to just surprise them with the, with the promo. Ah, uh, let's see. Yeah, let's just drop the promo. You know what okay. I'm saying? Keep it real. T- oh, that, you know what? Now that I think about it, one thing I did do this weekend, I'm so sorry I forgot to mention this. Shout out to T Murph, man, and Real Talk and Hot Sauce and Damn Fool and, That's my and boy. Eli. Um, uh, man, T Murph did his faded comedy show at Promontory this weekend, man. It was sold out. And he is really showing that he's at that next level, man, because he's plucking talent out of Chicago and he's starting to put them folks in places. Right. He just got the second season of Woke. You know what I'm saying? Clap it up to that brother. T Murph, man, like watching these guys, man, grow out of the, you know, the corner bar comedy show on a Tuesday. You know what I'm talking about? And now they really doing great things, man. Good. Big, big, big shout out to T Murph, man. That show was amazing. I totally blanked on that for a second. Definitely a uh, friend of the show and definitely coming on. So y'all, y'all look yeah. out for that too. It's going to be dope. Uh, let's just go ahead and kick it off. You know, as, as normal when we start in Chicago, man, and work our way out. Uh, your Bears kicked uh, Detroit ass. I mean, look, I'm it's, it's Detroit. 
but it's a good win. Worst team in the NFL. It's right a good now. win no, for. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good win for for your your. Uh, it's, not, it's not a good win. It's, it's just a win. Bro. It's a win. Really? Yeah, it's I'm not going to go with yeah. good win. It's a win. It's the reason that Detroit said. I mean, Detroit said, you know what? We're not doing anything with our current team. We'll give you our, our current quarterback. You know what I'm saying? For your current quarterback, <laughs> the Rams. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just, here, just take the motherfucker. Yeah, that's true. You know, that was but a straight up trade. They needed that win. I got to stop calling them Chicago Bears. I got to get used to Arlington Heights. Arlington Heights, yep. I'm going to love that. The you know what? HB. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. Do you Are you aware that there are 10 NFL teams that do not play in the city that they claim? Yeah. Lots right? of basketball teams. Yeah. Well. Okay. So the is, Jets is it, are one. Yeah. New York yeah, Jets. I got New York. I got it. Uh, the Chargers. Neither, 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 neither do the Giants. Uh, the Giants don't. San Francisco. Yeah, dog. Uh, oh, no, Chargers got a new stadium. It is in Even basketball. Yeah, the, the Angels were in uh, Anaheim yeah. for a while. Detroit played the Army Hills for years. All right, so here it is. Los Angeles Rams and the Chargers play in Inglewood. Right. Uh, new York Giants and Jets play in uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey. Right. Frisco 49ers play in Santa Clara, uh, California. Las Vegas Raiders play in Paradise, Nevada. Fun fact, though. Check this out. Uh, the Las Vegas Strip is not in Las Vegas, but in a pair of unincorporated towns called Paradise and Winchester. I don't know if y'all knew that. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm sure you did. Yeah, for I those who did, I don't give yeah. a fuck. I'm still gonna uh, do not even <laughs> even <laughs> even the Dallas Cowboys. They play in Arlington. Yeah, uh, the Washington Football Team plays in Landover, Maryland. Well, that's I mean, some of those places are you know, DC is yeah. not its own city, so Maryland is part of the DMV yeah. area, yeah. so yeah. that's part of it. Um, same Both thing with San Francisco. San Francisco <laughs> is the is really the Bay Area team. It's got like the Golden State Warriors, right? Like yeah. they're the Bay Area team. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say that because you got Oakland back now, but before Oakland came back. Um, oh no, Oakland's no, in, Oakland's in, in, in Las Vegas, Vegas now, Vegas. right? So that, yeah, I don't that, you know, it's that weird, doesn't man. mean anything. Bottom line is it's business. Yeah, I think it. John Swain actually has something very special. Up under uh, eighty six million dollar debt going there, they can pay it off in I believe three years. Yeah, they're crazy. just going to tax right off. But, but, but for the, the diehard Chicago fans, I'm originally against it. Business wise, makes sense, but I'm saying it's like Soldier Field, Soldier Field. It's like it's taking iconic. Wrigley, Wrigley Field out of fucking it's like Clark Rambo, and Madison, Three Rivers. Yeah, you know, yeah, like that, but yeah. Fuck them people. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> it, it will be sad if you have to go all, if you can have to leave that beautiful lakefront to go to a Bears game. Just going to a Bears game feels special when you pull up, you know, so even though you know yeah, they're walk, trash. Walk a half mile. Yeah, walk a half mile yeah, or whatever the case may be. Get on the little bicycle oh dude joining for the 50 bucks, you know what I'm talking about? It's robbery. But, That's robbery too. Um, yeah. But it will piss me off because I'm moving right over there. So the fact that like I finally will be close enough. enough to just walk to the game and back in. What do they don't with? Oh, they're, not, they're not leaving for like 10 years or something like that, right? I believe it's five. It'll yes. be ready by yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah. By the time you blink, it's going to be negative. Yeah, be what, do you, what do we play Soldier Field with? What do you put there instead? Hotels? No, the, uh, the, the soccer. It's going to be a soccer field primarily and they're going to keep doing all these big giant Who goes giant to soccer comp- games? What are you talking about? A hell of a lot of people in Chicago. I know, I know. I'm just saying. It's not going to produce the no, they do. Do you know how yeah. many concerts they do there I, over the I, summer? Did, I did the math last night at work. Yeah. Math last night, and it, it'll take a whole season pretty much of fire games to produce the revenue that the Bears produce in a game. No, they're going to. It's I not just soccer. I'm not I'm not saying that the numbers are wrong. I'm saying it's not just soccer. They're just going to up how many concerts they do there. People are just going to do more. So they're not tearing it down. They better do it before November. After the motherfucking March. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they do tear it down and put up some brand new fuck skyscrapers. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, fuck it. Next. I'll tell you right now, them <laughs> tickets way too expensive as it is. So if you go to Arlington Heights, you better drop them tickets. There ain't nobody from the city coming. Yep. Shit, they, they coming for the Bears, bro. Nah. 
They're coming. What's, what's fan base is the most rabid? The Chicago? reason, the what's reason the why you can sell because. out a Bears, the reason why you can sell out a terrible team in Chicago every year is do. because of where it is. The people that have That's season tickets live across do. the street. They live down the street. They don't come from way out. No, some, some do, some do, but not most. And the tailgate, the tailgate right there on the. Have you ever you have you never been to Lambeau Field, right? Not the Lambeau. No. If you've been to Lambeau Field, let me tell you something. You have to care to want to go to Lambeau yes, Field, bro. It's, it's not just cold. It's right in the middle of a neighborhood. The people that go to that game, it's literally Lambeau Field. And then all of the surrounding streets are houses and driveways. Like you park like, like in really. people's driveways, bro. Really so like, it's it's not a beautiful place to go. It's just smack in the middle right. of nowhere. No, I disagree. So it's people, like right people who are there go. But I'm saying is that the reason why you tailgate the reason why you see people going to uh, Soldier Field now is because it's on the lakefront. The tailgate is amazing. It's beautiful. The tailgate is dope. You get Wherever the downtown atmosphere. It's dope. It's dope. Tell, tailgate is tailgate. What I'm saying is, I'm like, not going to drive all the way out there to tailgate. Shit. Be crazy. I, I'll hop the, Bruh, I'll hop we the run, train. We run extra trains or, or the when metro when there's a, a, tailgate a Bears game. On we run extra trains from all Right. Right. Exactly. Now. And all of our neighboring suburbs, all the way up to Antioch. So you telling me that you going that that the trains are gonna be full going all the way to Arlington Heights to tailgate and then come all the way yes. back? You lost your mind. Yes. Let me tell, let me tell everybody else something that's listening right now, though. Those that drive out there to tailgate, the troop we gonna have a field deal. Exactly. Ass. Now, that's, that's, so that's they gonna be looking gonna for that. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Don't you believe it? Shout out to Justin Fields, man. He had a decent game. Yeah, DC game, man. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, the Lions, it was a really bad team, man. <laughs> yeah, Lions, I mean, bro. like the first. Yeah, the first couple series where Detroit should have scored. Um, yeah, it don't look good. It don't look good. The and Bears they, do they not look good. They won. They beat the Bears. Yeah, they, they does not look good. I can't believe Justin Goff is that bad. Uh, uh, Jared Goff, whatever yeah, his name Jared is, Goff, like yeah. the fact it's that terrible. the fact that he was on a team that that almost went to the Super Bowl, and it seemed like he had something to do with that. He's miserable. Terrible. Uh, that Detroit line is also horrible. But yeah, no, they're a terrible, terrible team. You cannot. You count it as a win because you have to, yeah. but you don't. You but you to. certainly don't celebrate it. All right, that's fair yeah. enough. Let me ask you this though: uh, you wanted to talk about Pride festivities. Um, I want you to just go ahead and go because well, I didn't know where you were going with the Pride festivities. Well, nowhere in particular, man. But I just thought it was important because we are in the second year, two and a half years of a pandemic, and I think this is maybe the second major. Uh, festival they've had in Chicago, where in a small radius of the now, it's no longer Boys Town, North Austin neighborhood. North, North, Austin? North Austin? North Austin, yep. Really? Wait, Austin or Halston? Austin, North Austin. Austin. N O R T H. They dropped the second H. You start Halston with and start with the A. North oh, Austin. North, North Austin. Really? Did that happen? I didn't even yeah. know. And they had 100,000 people. They had three stages. They had all the parties you could think of, all the festivities. And what was required was either you be fully vaccinated. Or you wear a mask. You see how simple that was? Right, right, right. You fully vaccinated or you wear a mask. It's not like this, this conundrum they got going on with everyday people, uh, vax, I hate saying vaxxers, but vaxxers and non-vaxxers like beefing and war like Nas and Jay-Z, Vicky Pac with each other. Right. No, fam. Look here. Set some simple shit in place. Get it done. It really made me cry, though, because I thought about Summer Fest and I just teared up. I, I mean, but that was different too. It was, it was about like honestly. I mean, I'm not to make no judgments or nothing like that. But my general, the conversations that I know had happened related to Summerfest were about: is it is it better to cancel to make sure other people can be safe, 
or do you keep it going just so you can, you know, keep it going, right? And he he stayed more on the safe side. He wanted to make sure that he wasn't responsible for something that could change people's lives, right, in a negative way. And the black culture, let's be clear. Yeah, for sure. And the flip side of the pride argument is just that in general, there's a more free kind of open space for them. Like they, they generally, the people that are involved in that community generally, you know, um, believe more in themselves. And it's not, you know, no, I'm, I'm not trying to make it seem like they don't care about other people's safety. Cause I'm sure that's not the case, but I'm saying that there is more of a general push to say, let's live, let's be free and let's enjoy. Um, whereas I think, you know, Summerfest was definitely in a space where it was like, yo, this is a responsibility to our neighborhood and you our community in a specific way. And I'm thinking right, it was definitely right too early on. Yeah. They like, I think had, cause we're at what, this is October 10th, October 3rd was this, or no, I'm sorry, the, they, they, the second they, uh, or third. It was the first to the third. Right. And that was supposed to be September 11th. So they pushed right? theirs back. They put theirs back. Yeah. Right. Right. So, I mean, he. Yeah, there was also some general understanding that it might have gotten shut down anyway. At that time, they were talking right. about shutting down everything. So it just it's a lot they of stuff in the air. That, not three years ago. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I don't know, I, man. I talked to a few people uh, in those Oh, rooms. you talking about over at, in, for, uh, for, at the Pride Fest? Yeah, I talked yeah. to a few people uh, that are important in that space. And they were like, nah, this is going to be a dope. Yeah, yeah. This I mean, if they, if unless you give them a, 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 a stop, you know what I mean? A big red flag. If he dies, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Look at man. Look at They was going to have it. You know, but I mean, good, good for them, though, you know, because uh, they do yeah. feel downtrodden. You know, they, they need something to celebrate. And we all did at this point. I mean, I did Hyde Park sure. Jazz Fest and it's, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot of older folks. And right. that's the thing is like you generally would be concerned about an older crowd coming together like that. Now we were outside. Right. And people, you know, spaced out somewhat. <laughs> But for the most part, you know, at the end of the day, all this stuff comes down to personal choice, man. Either you want to do it or you don't. If you don't want to do it, don't go. But don't turn it into a whole whirlwind about the people that do um, if you don't go. You know what I'm saying? That's a good segue to another uh, topic on this list. Go ahead and kick this out. As well as that, I mean, I want to give a a huge shout out to the Chicago Egg Roll lady. Have y'all heard about her? I have not, yeah, actually. Yeah, I saw that in the... Right. So look, check it out, right? Wow, he just... said, well, you missed all of this. <laughs> Bro, she makes 75 different egg rolls. <laughs> Shit is amazing. That um, had nothing to do with it. Nothing, nothing at all. Yeah. But besides the fact that we're in Chicago. That's it. That's it. That was that's all I got for you. Now, again, Chicago Egg Roll Ladies Dope. Where's she located at? I'm about to tell you right now. Uh, 3652 West Chicago Avenue. Okay, so this is a, a truck or a lady with a cart or what? What's no, the no, no, Central she, Park? She has a she has Chicago a storefront. She has a brick and mortar store. It's new? Okay. It's new. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what the fuck that is. It's Chicago Egg Roll Lady. It's the name of the brick and mortar business. Let me take a wild guess. So why we shout her out? Because first of all, she's a black owner. Oh, it's a black owner. Black owner, right? Um, and when I saw the story, she initially only had her phone number. Like, it was her personal phone Oh, number. my man had this at the barbershop this weekend. Oh, Low key. He no. had a, a little styrofoam joint. Some of it was a bunch of different type of egg rolls. Right. One was like a jerk chicken, someone else. She got everything, bro. I didn't even get a chance to taste one. Now I understand where that's coming from. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> can't taste an egg roll, bro. <laughs> All right. Inertia, bro. Inertia. Inertia. He's starting with inertia, dog. Come on, man. Joe, so that's going to be a thing because... Jay's Backyard Barbecue and Three Kings Jerky are known for some of the most fire egg rolls out west, though. Okay. 
It's gonna be a competition. That's gonna be a real competition right there, though. Be honest mm. with you. What was the spot right there on uh, Madison and Central? I don't know if they still there. Three King and Jerky, bro. That's it. Okay. Three King and Jerky. Yeah, yeah. No, you said she got seventy five different. Seventy five. Okay. What, what 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 wouldn't you like an egg roll? Exactly. It's just fried, and you put anything inside, and you straight. A Philly cheesesteak, a chicken. chicken. I like the Philly cheesesteak egg rolls. I've had those before. That's what the Obama egg roll is. Uh, it's Philly. A Philly cheesesteak, a uh, chicken cheesesteak rolling in one. Yeah. Man, they that's just so I ain't good. never heard of that, but that's on fire. It's delicious, bro. I should bring some, but y'all, yeah, yeah, we should definitely. Y'all do not that. good people, man. Y'all deserve <laughs> that shit, bro. <laughs> okay. No, man. The fuck. <laughs> Boss, I want to talk to you about uh, Chicago violence, man. It, it's it's picking up out here. And I want to start with you, obviously, because this is your space and your lane and you do what you do. Um, carjackings are spiking once again. And, yeah. you know, I had a, a personal family member uh, that, that recently went through this uh, as recent as a week ago. Right. Um, what would you should suggest on how to avoid it or what to look out for? You know, I mean, I don't think you can really avoid it, avoid it. But what are some of the things, the pre- precautions that you should, you should take? First off, we are glad your family member is okay. The word yeah. thing. We are glad. We are glad about that. What you say? Precautions. It came from, his, <laughs> it came from him tapping into his word bank. Like he definitely did four, four Sudoku puzzles before he got here. <laughs> no, All day. It's, it's not really too much you can do, and the things you but the things you can do at the same token are things are common sense. They're logic. You know, don't when you leave an establishment, don't parlay outside too long. Don't get in your car and sit in your car for too long. Don't have your head down in your car. Uh, don't focus on your phone. Have your Google Maps up before you get in the fucking car. If you go into a parking lot or something, use the main entrance, not the little side entrance by the alley of the side street. Right. They're waiting on that, bro. Right. Look at the homeless guys. They don't look homeless. You know what I'm saying? Keep your feet on lightly on the gas and order break. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of things. I made a list before. I'll put yeah. them back in a group. Well, I'll send you yeah, I remember seeing that. Show, bro. You also got to be careful with your crib, though. Like, that's the thing is like, like, you know, people we talking about, they were just coming home. And it's like when you're coming home, you can still do some of those precautions. But at some point, you're just trying to get in the crib in the first place. Right. So I feel like there's definitely something to be said about there be needing to be, I don't know, some type of, you know, that, what dawned on me with this? What? You know, that old commercial when an old person falls down. And it's like, help, get up. you know, yeah. life alert, right? My third favorite commercial of all time, bro. It's still funny. <laughs> to, me that means sorry, that, to me, that means that that technology exists where you could have a keychain, something super simple like that. And if I'm being carjacked or a person pulls a gun on me to take myself, all I got to do, I ain't, they not going to know the difference. All I got to do is pull this little pin or hit this little button and it should life alert somebody that something's happening Car to my location. I, I feel that. I feel that. I'm not saying that every yeah, person. I'm certainly not go. saying that like it's going to catch everybody. Right. But I feel like right now we're just waiting until the carjacking is over. And then you go to the you go inside to call somebody if you still got your cell phone because who got a house phone anymore, wow. right? right? So I'm just, I just what I'm trying to figure out is we have all this GPS technology that can do all these things. Facebook alone knows everything that it, it ever needs to know about you, right? See, I feel like nobody's investing in technology for these types of things to make it more safe because at the end of the day, to your point. You can pretty much pull a gun on somebody and take anything off of them in an amount of 17 seconds and be gone and nothing happened at that point because it takes forever to find out everything else. Despite all of this, 
all these video cameras we got everywhere, right? Like it just takes too much work, too much labor. So I'm just wondering if there weren't some type of simple thing, like to do this and take a picture of everything around my car on, on the car. It's got a whole camera. I can see everything around my car when I'm bagging up, right? So why can't I just hit a button that takes a picture? We don't see your car. You know what I'm saying? We don't see your car driving, flying, yeah, going, going to Indiana, Indiana, right? But, but to your to your uh, technology uh, point, cars have that already. Where they shut, they auto shut the car mm-hmm. off. But because everybody's afraid of being sued, they cannot cut their car bars in motion. Mm. So they have to cut. They have to somebody cuts the car off, then they then they kill it. Right, right, you know right, right, right. So now, you can't cut it off because right. it'll crash I, you, into somebody I can else. Jack your car, yeah, take yeah, your yeah, car, yeah, yeah. Which I committed a felony. Yeah, yeah. Go do all kind of bullshit. But if if the car just stopped, like it's an accident, somebody ran me. I just yeah, sue yeah, the car yeah. company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, yeah. whatever, bro. They somebody it's, it's they wild. broke into my mom's car in Wisconsin. Thankfully, she wasn't in it. Um, and when they stole it, and that's exactly what happened because it was too far away from the fob or whatever. Once they stopped it. It just shut off. Shut and off it just left it where it was at. And then, like four days ago, no bullshit. Nobody's safe from this. Okay, they tried to jack. They it's a known guy around. Fuck him. I said around Kimball and North Avenue. He's a known car jack. He got a hangar with a drum on it. He tried to jack uh, all duty PO. That's mm. a draw. Drum is the the big the yeah. the, the super right. the, clip. The, the oh, I heard about this. Yeah. yeah. On top of that, so she people were like, "Well, she the police. She should have shot him and did the Rambo." And this, I'm looking like did the, the Rambo, right? Man. He got 78 right. bullets, and she got a gun on her hip, probably or right. in her purse, probably. Right. You know, she's the best thing she could do. She hit that motherfucking gas and stomped the trance out that bitch. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. about to dodge. But look here, the reason it's spiking again to answer that question, respond to that. The reason it's spiking again is because how long was this summer? Oh. It's been. It's, it's still. It's still 70 degrees. Dude, it's almost November. Most crimes are crimes of opportunity. Yeah, and the opportunity is still here. And it's, matter of fact, Did you see that stuff going down in Fulton Market, Joe. Like the straight up, like wild, wild west, yeah. like Billy the Kid shootout. Yeah. You ain't see this? No, I missed that, bro. Yo, this was crazy. Cats was literally shooting out like third floor, fourth floor, like condominium windows, crashing cars and other cars, hopping out the car. Decision. Like, yeah, it would look like it looked like Grand Theft Auto. It looked like Grand Theft Auto. It was like a full market, like right off Monroe. Yeah, and uh like off of Halsey, man. It was crazy. I mean, that's no different than broad daylight Saturday. That just happened in Austin. Motherfuckers jump out. They jump out west side, (laughs) Austin, neighborhood. Motherfuckers jump out two cars. Boom, 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 boom. Take cover, boom, 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 boom. Police right there. I mean, what you gonna do? You're gonna stand up and be like, stop the bullets. Thank you. Stop the bullets, guys. I'm the police. I didn't no, did shot. I did not supposed to return fire. Police? Yeah. Mm. Well, you get depend on what's going on. If, if it's a lot of other people around, you got to be careful. Well, look at it like this first, uh, Amon, bro. It's a safety issue. Right. Okay. So now you, you you hear a bunch of gunshots. You can't properly identify where all these gunshots are coming from. Mm. So now you get out there with your gun trying to be a Pecos Bill or, you know, right. a Walker, Texas Ranger. Right. You're getting your ass killed. Because in the video, I don't know if y'all saw that shit, though, from the incident. They were shooting. The two cars pulled up and began shooting at the house. The house started clapping back. The first guy that got out to start shooting kneeled down like, you know, he was in the video game. Yep. You're the only one to die. Right. Know, he kneeled down. He was smart, but he looked out not right. behind cover, though. Right. right. So he, he, got, he got down in the street. <laughs> like, yeah, you can't right. see me. I'm ninja, He got linked right there. So now they're shooting back and forth, and the police are literally right there. And he get out, which I was upset with him. But he's a grown man. He makes his own choices, though. Uh, stupid police or stupid police? I'm just going to say He just that. shouldn't have got out. Fam. He shouldn't have got out while they still shooting. Right. First of all. And, and then and then when the two cars pulled off, he walked 
Somebody in front of the house, fam. How do you know who the fuck yeah, you are? Yeah, yeah. right. Knock it off. And then they took their car and you get back in the car. Once part of it, got over to the driver's seat, drove forward past the house. What the fuck is y'all doing? What are you at? What was I'm the glad y'all were You know what I'm saying? But people yeah. were mad that there were no charges filed. You know, who the fuck are you going to charge? Who are you going to find? You yeah. got to place a gun in somebody's hand. Yes, somebody's dead. You know, and the reason stated was mutual combatants because they absolutely were mutual combatants man. in that situation. You I, know what I'm saying? Mm, I hate to drag this one out, man, but there was that other joint on the on the e way with the state trooper, man, the dude that got shot in the head. That, 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 that was a suicide, suicide, though. That was suicide. Yeah, they tried to make it a suicide. Oh, yeah. I didn't see the yeah, I didn't man. see the other news. It, 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 I told it's weird though. I told, yeah, man. As soon as I saw that story, I, I was you, like, bruh. I hear you. This is very, very like suspect. Like ain't nobody right. pulling up on no state trooper on 94, shooting one shot, hitting him dead in the head type of vibe. I thought it was more like a conspiracy, like dude might have been tied up into something he wasn't supposed to be. Right. Or somebody or he had some information he was about to let out. I didn't know that they came out saying it was a suicide, suicide but that makes yeah. it even more suspicious to me. Yeah, but man. yeah, I'm just saying in general, man. To me, all this starts with the simple fact that it's too many guns on the street, yeah. period. Yeah, it's just too many guns available. The only thing that can stop gun violence is less guns. And that is not an American initiative. Hell no. That's not something that these billion dollar lobbies at the NRA, nope. all, every politician, every and Bob, Obama included, Everybody who gets these campaign finance donations for every election running back the last 120, 200 years, it's too many guns. This whole Second Amendment thing needs to be rethought. No, that boy's he's part. I'm, I'm gonna leave it after this, bro. It was a video a couple of years ago where there was a young lady who was selling product. She had a baby on the hip. I remember the video, and somebody pulled up and they were gonna purchase something from her, and they started shooting at her with the baby on the hip. And then she laid on the baby to protect her, right? Yeah, baby. Yeah. This is the same house. Yeah, bro. I remember that. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, the exact same house. Now we have a unit in our city for places like that. It's called a something buildings unit. Uh trouble, trouble buildings. Something, something building so like trouble buildings unit. Yeah, they touch the, they go to those every day. Right. Why these motherfucking why do people still live there? Mm. Right. But see, you see how difficult it is to get the bad guys. Uh to up with the bad guys and what, what the fuck they're doing and what they at to, to, to get them somewhere else, bro. It's, yeah. it's difficult. It's difficult. Yeah, no, nah, it's definitely tough, man. I mean, pretty soon you're gonna have people walk around with cannons. Man, there's a law, there's a law in Texas on the table. If it hasn't passed already, where you don't even have to do you don't even have to get a concealed yeah. carry license. You, you as long as you can purchase a gun, you good. You I saw some that. Tom and Jerry shit. Yeah, exactly. Man. Yeah. I mean, look, like I said, man, I we we did a study with my class a couple of years ago, and it's just like when you look at the gun laws, they don't make sense currently. They're all based on antiquated. They're, antiquated. they're based on. They're based on when it only bothers you and you and you. Right. It don't bother criminals or the cops. Right. It only right. bothers y'all, dog. The right. laws are right. written and based on an amendment when America was trying to succeed from Britain, and so the idea that all you right. never know when they was gonna roll up on your. You got 500 yards of land to see them coming and you got two musket bullets. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? That's what these laws are from. These laws have not been updated for these, but you know what I'm saying? No. These full round 250 shot. Call of Duty guns. You know what I'm talking about? Like these laws have Here's not been guns. updated for that. And people keep believing in the hype because they want to believe that they need it. And the truth is you don't. 
The truth is you don't. But and, yeah, that's and, the problem. And be careful too, because people running around now with these paintball guns that look like real guns. Bro, mm, I ran into this whole situation like that when I moved back to Chicago where a cat was like being funny. Me and my little brother, shout out to Justin. He was, we was moving my stuff back to Chicago right. and some cat thought it was funny late night, like midnight to shoot paintball pellets at our car. And I had my window down. And so the first couple of pellets hit like my dashboard and all I, but all I heard was. So me and him are both like, oh shit, like we getting shot at. Right. Only to be like checking on each other. Like you good, you good. Like, you know, looking around, I'm like, yo, I definitely got hit, but like, I'm not bleeding. I ain't got no hole in my body. Like only to come and find out. So it's like, yo, that's the type of thing that if I had a weapon at that time, right. Like, and I and I catch that woo 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 woo, and I'm not just in protect mode. And you just and I though. come back up right. I'm you, justified, you but though. that's the point. The point is like we keep creating the scenarios where you should be justified to shoot a person, and it's just a lot of scenarios, right. and we just need less guns. It's just that simple. Less guns on the street. No, I agree. I totally agree. Y'all kill that. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bars. Low key. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and, and, and and check this one out. Cannon. Wow. <laughs> my boy Nick. Well, I tried to connect the pandemic though. You just said fuck me up. No, no, no. I, I, I was rolling. 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 Uh, so Nick Cannon, uh, new daytime talk show. What do y'all think? Where you at with that? Do you even care? No. Who? Why would I care about what a daytime talk show? I have a I, daytime I job. <laughs> I'm no, never going to see his though. daytime show. That's not a thing. How, how many black daytime talk shows have there been? Not a lot. And how long do they last? Mm-hmm. So that's no, I, you I got Montel, you got Oprah, obviously, you got um <laughs> Steve Harvey. <laughs> Steve Harvey had a daytime. I feel like there's more. I was just thinking of one. Keep, um, keep, keep feeling that way. You won't get past maybe his number. It's three, it's only five. Who the other two? Bro. I'm not telling you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> didn't Monique have one? Monique had one. That yeah, shit don't count. No, no, um, she had she had nighttime. She was on BT. Yeah, that shit don't count, man. Mm, I think it was daytime. No, it was definitely BT nighttime. He was watching it. BT, that, yeah, that's yeah. not like BT is a cable. That's cable yeah. shit though. Yeah, the it's not like channel like two, five, seven. Like, yeah. yeah, bro. That's Ooh. why I like it that he has a show. Stop just stop thinking about this. It's not that important. But yeah. remember, remember he made his comments regarding uh, the Jewish community and they tried to cancel him. Entertainment. Yeah. Great bounce back, Nick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, entertain. Back. I mean, Nick is Nick is a full Hollywood guy. And I don't mean that in like the he acts Hollywood. Right. I mean that like he is Hollywood. Him, Will Smith, Jamie Foxx. Like they can't separate from that. That right. they, are, they are part of the fabric of what Hollywood is as it pertains to black people. So, you know, not a diss by no means, but I don't I would expect more things to happen for those people that are related to Hollywood. Cool. No it problem. Would be different if you told right. me you opened a library. I'd be like, what? They can't open a library. That's crazy. Well, he's doing he's he's gonna do the uh, the Dr. C V. Uh, yeah, the documentary and all yeah, that. I mean, again, I'm not that. knocking the brother. I think he's a brilliant brother. I think he's done a lot. But I'm just saying the fabric of everything you will hear Nick Cannon will be about Hollywood. No different than Will Smith. At some point, people have to sit down and take notes from him to see how he did it. You know, how he, how he rubbed elbows with people, how he did that. That's he was like to do. six. That boy started on Disney. Yeah. Yeah. That's how Disney is the answer to all of your problems. No, actually, Nickelodeon. Oh, Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon. sorry. Oh boy, inertia. Basically, inertia. Disney. Inertia. Okay. Inertia. Uh, also, <laughs> Nickelodeon is owned by ESPN, My- which is now owned by Disney. But I could be. That's, that's, that's a good flip, though. That's a good flip. Uh, and you might be right. I think you are all right. I hate when y'all spit those in, bro. My favorite rapper, Ghostface, man. Uh, a monster. 
Yeah, yes, he Marshall. said that uh, he's a big dude. See, I'm I'm he well, is bigger than you, bro. He's legit. But he big, bro. He is a. I thought ass too. Nah, he wide. Like he. He's a wide guy. You can't walk through the hallway with Ghostface at WGCI. So Supreme Clientele Part Two is coming, and he has he has Kanye, executive producing, and uh, Mike Dean. I can't wait. Go wrong now, bro. Nah, man. Now, now I do see where you're going because Kanye fucked up. Nah, shit. And and Tiana Taylor. Taylor, Taylor, Come on. Whoa, fucked up. She she said. She said. We didn't say it. She said that shit, bro. Man, number one, man. Who? Never mind. I want to hear it. Go ahead. Yeah, we're not speaking for anybody. If I'm sitting at a table of people and I'm trying to get musical genius information and I got Kanye on this side and I got Tiana Taylor on this side, who am I going to listen to? I'm going to listen to the newbie who really is basically somebody who's taking taking advantage of a cloud chase moment or a person who is an absolute musical genius for artists way beyond her level that she will ever meet. No, this is Tiana Taylor. I like your music, but I'm not going to compare her musical knowledge to this man. Now, as to whether the album felt the way she wanted to fill up, that's their personal business. Ain't got nothing to do with me. You got the fans that's neck popping out? Because that's ridiculous conversation. That's like asking somebody who's never been a judge or a lawyer to render Legal advice. You just what are you talking you, about? You, at a ten, we do it about a six, bro. <laughs> right? About a six, bro. Right? You know, use your teacher so. <laughs> so how about this though? Let's listen to the fans who got a chance to listen to both albums, though. Fans, fans don't know nothing about fans. music. And then we will listen to Tiana Taylor as well. You know, she wanted to serve the field. Kanye took off a lot of his tracks that would have completed. If you listen to the first album, okay, yeah, it was it was juicy, okay. Here's my answer to that. It, it you like shouldn't have gave Kanye final edit power. Now, if, if at the end of the day, if now. at the end of the day, now that's what you wanted. Now, you wouldn't real. have gave it. You wouldn't have gave it to Hip Boy. You wouldn't have gave it to Knife Wonder. You wouldn't have gave it to nobody else. You gave it to Kanye because Kanye is a musical genius, and you know you don't know what Kanye know about music. Simple and plain. You got three colors: light skin, red. Just now. I'm say, I here. hate when people have these goofy conversations about like who knows more about something when it's clear. Well, it's not about who knows more. It's about the sound they want. She wanted a certain sound, but she didn't. She didn't it. know that, or she wouldn't have trusted him. If she knew the sound that she wanted, she would have made sure she, she got that him. sound before she put it out. No, she trusted him because he's a genius. So what about what about Nas? What about Nas? Did he not fuck up Nas? Project? He definitely didn't. Not oh. from my standpoint, musically. Musically, he didn't fuck it up. Hit boy shit was way better. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It depends on your musical taste. At the end of the day, Fair. right? The, ma- the majority, artist. the majority, the ma- even the artists, these, doing here? these artists do not have the same level of palette, bro. Like, it's not the same. I know how much it the sound, though, dog. I tell you what, ask Hit Boy, Max. ask Hit Boy before he puts out an album. You had a different conversation right now, can they, though, bro? Yeah. I'm, no, I'm going to connect the dots. Ask like Hit like Boy, ask Hit Boy if he's working on a project. If he if 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 Kanye decided to call him, ask Hit Boy if he's gonna take that call. He's gonna say yes hundred percent of the time do? because he understands that Kanye has an ear What's for the game. Like, From a production standpoint, though, let's be right, clear. Too, right? right, right, right. So what you're saying is the artist didn't like it, fans didn't like it, right? Kanye did too much, whether it was Tiana Taylor or, too little, or Nas, whatever. Point being is this. Don't give a person final edit if you don't if you want to have that, that initially. She didn't know that. This is the first time with, with uh, Kanye. What do you mean? The contract says very clearly who gets final say over which cuts get on it. That's this is, how this, this, is how this works. This is true. You you she, know you're she, giving over final edit to, the, to Kanye. McKinney Adidabo. You're nine still, bro. Going up to five this time, brother. You know what I'm saying? You listening to all this Snapchat shit, man. I'm talking about what these contracts look like. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
She didn't. She nope. she thought she was gonna be able to tell Kanye. Yeah. No, I don't want that track. I know. Look, I got, I got a third, bro. It's all good. I'm asking. It's I'm cool, seriously bro. asking. <laughs> no, what her complaint was, uh, she wanted a certain feel and tracks that they agreed were going to be on the final cut. Without her say, he took them off. That was the issue. He can only do that if it's in the contract. So her agent so she gave, failed her. What you're saying they, they, is they agreed. Me and you agree for something right now. We agreed to okay, Kende, Kende go have these ten tracks on his album. But when Kende's album drops, which I put in reverse, like I'm producing and shit, you know, which is funny as hell. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kende has six tracks on there. All right, without even telling him to do this or getting the okay or just let me know. None of that shit. What you understand is that what you have to understand is that none of that is actually done between Tiana and Kanye. It's all done between their lawyers and their agents. So they can have as many conversations as they want. That piece of paper says who can make what decision. That's on her and her agent for not knowing that he got to make that decision. Because if he couldn't make that decision legally, she would have been able to make sure it never happened. Okay, let's just wait till uh, Ghostface drop. That's yeah, Ghostface, I hope it's cold. Right, I think Kanye slightly okay. coming back to something that people rock with. <laughs> he said, yeah, because Ghost ain't going. Ghost ain't going to come out with that uh, Shaolin uh, sword. Are you taking off work that day when it come out? No. Nah. No, for real? Nah. Are you going to pay attention at work when it come out? Nah. Okay. Train's definitely going to be running to each other that day. Have y'all been paying attention to ESPN? Yeah. Walt Disney, absolutely. Now, Jamel Hill, gone. Katie Nolan, gone. Bomani James. Yeah, I didn't know about Bomani. What's up with that? There's a trend there, right? And we got yeah. two two blacks, one one white uh woman. What you think is going on at the at the helm of ESPN? You have to when when when, now, when people Jamel was fired, right? Uh Katie Nolan. You gotta, add, you gotta add content though to that one. She left because she wouldn't stop telling people the truth. The truth, no, that's, that's, that, that's, that's, that's how she felt about Trump. That's true. You know what I'm saying, but Katie Nolan and Bomani, they left on their own. Bomani been saw through the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? He he walked in to the show one day to uh Dan Lebitard's highly questionable on a whim and got that job. Yeah, and he yeah. was phenomenal at that show. I, I yeah. turned to that show for him. I actually enjoyed Bomani on that Absolutely. show. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep, I turned to for him. Yeah. So I don't know Katie Nolan's deal. I did. I thought she was decent, you know. But you see, it's all good too. You see more women, uh, if you prefer to be called female, fine, female women uh, talent at ESPN now. You you see it, you know what I'm saying? And it's not necessarily, I can't say it's not necessarily a color thing, but you see them across the entire rainbow now. Mm -hmm. There, I don't know. Maybe it's the old guard being kicked out for the new guard. Who knows, man? I I kind of feel like because you can leave a juggernaut like ESPN. And go start your own, right? Okay. Whether it's in the podcast space, inertia. facts, inertia. right? You, you <laughs> can go start your own. Inertia. <laughs> you can go start your own and do what you want to do. Like I said, it's never going to end. We saw the fifth quick hit. We got to the top. No, right now we're about to get there. But the thing is, why are they leaving? You know what I mean? Like there's something, no, going, there's something going on at ESPN. Yeah. And again, shout out to Kwame. I think he opened up a lot of people's eyes with. What he was talking about and how Jones will work already, in my opinion. No, they definitely work, but they won't. They won't be the first or the last to say fucking I'm out. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And it's just weird. So to me, it lets me know that you get what you want, you move on. At the at the top, right? Some shit's going on in them boardrooms. Now you got Stephen A. He's never going anywhere. He's the token. The first take is shit now too. Oh, it's trash. 
It's trash. But it's different about it now than when it started. You got different guests every day. It's all it's it's more him. Um, it's more him. He invites his homeboys oh and they they big up. Him. Michael Irvin yelling, yelling. I mean, I just got ESPN Plus, but I never <laughs> watch terrible. it. That's the only time I can watch that. Look, I want I want to go ahead and get into Black Excellence. I just want y'all to think about that and watch what's really happening at ESPN. Some shit is about to happen, and the story is going to break, and it's going to happen with the people that you do not ever what's see. The story break, right? The check signers. You know, you're going to see, and you heard it here first. In Black Excellence, the Ken, uh, not Kennedy, excuse me, Bossy. Let's, <laughs> let's, what's wrong, bro? What are you talking about? Finish the goddamn sentence. No, I mean, all this laughter and then you shaking your head and shit. I, you know. All right, cool, man. I, 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 I just want to laugh. I don't give a fuck. All right, that's, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Get his ass. <laughs> what is Look, going on? Yeah, so in this week, my business, this week in Black Excellence, I need, <laughs> I need, see, that's the bullshit. I need you to talk about the Black Opera link. Can we can we talk about that? The, bro, the what is it now? The Black Opera. This 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 is one of uh, Abbasi's little situations. Yeah. Hey. I just need you to go in depth. <laughs> I didn't I didn't do any homework like like Kendi. Oh shit! Know, sorry, man. I can't freestyle that, so, that well. I didn't either though. I thought it was cool. Okay, cool. So we got we got a Black Opera. That's dope. Shout out wait, to wait, wait, first, you, I mean, do we know any? First, uh, yeah, yeah, I need to kind of know little details because I know that uh, Leontine Price. Is a black opera singer and she's yeah, amazing. No, she's not. This was on a production standpoint. Uh, yeah, my grandmother uh, used to make us sit down and watch it. Like, I remember the first time we laughed because, you know, opera, they make like the strong faces and like, they, you know, they be real dramatic. And so, me and we were little kids. We started laughing. And my grandma, <laughs> my grandmother, who is the nicest grandmother, not my dad's mom, my mama's mama, Grandma Williams snapped on us. I ain't never been snapped on like that by her in my life. And mm. I knew it must be serious. She was like, you will not laugh at this black woman who is singing opera at the Met, you know, this, as the first black woman to ever do this type of thing. So, you know, it, it is at the Met. So here it is. It says, um, perform the first by an African-American at mm. the Met Opera. That's Terrence Blanchard, um, history. Fire, it, it's called Fire Shut Up. In my, my bones. bones. Yeah, you know, yeah. Terrence Blanchard, man. He's Terrence a, Blanchard, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. He's Terrence a horn. Blanchard, bro. He's a That's horn good. player, man. Yeah, he's a jazz player. Man. He's, he's cold. Yeah, he's the first to play the Met. <laughs> um, I saw that. I saw That's he posted it on his story. Um, yeah. No, man, he's one of the greats of jazz uh, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely amazing, man. Um, and that is. That's super dope. I was talking with Corey Wilkes from Chicago, who's a trumpet player, and Sam Trump. Um, and we just bumped into Huda mm-hmm. on our way over here, right, from Hypnotic Brass Ensemble. And all them cats play trumpet. And when they saw that story, they were like, this is what it means to see that next level. Like, the Met, particularly in the opera space, this has been 400 years, probably. 138. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying, oh, that's how long the Met's been yeah. around. So, yeah, exactly. So, for it to be two, 2021, that's crazy. And you now have a, a black composer because what he is, what, what's historic is that he's composing the piece. Okay. Um, okay. And he's a jazz musician. Joe, yeah, so no, it's amazing. Why does man. it take so long for a guy that has been nominated for two Academy Awards for film scores oh, and Terrence five Blanchard Grammys is amazing. for his jazz records, bro? No, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because people don't give, it's just like hip hop, you know? People don't give hip people who produce hip hop records composer status. They're like, oh, well, you didn't write it on paper. Like legit, like that. When you when you get an award for yeah. composing, you have to actually write the notes out or have someone write the notes out so that it's a sheet of paper. Yeah. And this is a part of the historic psychology of European history. They told African folks, "Oh well, yeah, we know that Egypt existed, and we know that these people, the pharaohs, and all of them existed, but y'all didn't put it on paper. 
So it's not a real thing. Unless somebody wrote it down, it's not a real thing. It's not valid. So we're going to pretend like it didn't no, exist. No, it's just like the in the jungle, the mighty jungle. The How is it like that exactly? Because that was written by it was uh, a guy in Africa, his group. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. right. right? Exactly. But he yep. never wrote it. Yep. They recorded it. They got all the value for it. Yep. Exactly. I mean, this yep. is classic European culture. All right. Uh, next up, the Coast Guards um, have their first two black women pilots. I thought so this was dope. All right. uh, Commander Janine Menzi and Lieutenant Commander Lashana. So shout out to y'all, man. I know that's dope. That's, that's dope to be a pilot. Let's let's uh, be safe in these uh, friendly skies. Uh, then we got to talk about Bubba Wallace, man. Will and uh, Talladega. You know, and like my boy said, man, if you ain't first, you're last. Man. <laughs> that's the best you line of the movie. If you ain't first, you're last. Um, he was on uh, I Am Athlete. And he was saying... Yeah, it's cool that I'm a black guy on the race circuit, but I don't want to be just a known guy. a black guy. Right. Right. Who, whoever right. wants to be known as just. So, so you know, when that whole noose thing came out, right. it was like he got a, a lot of, he garnered a lot of attention that right. he didn't want. He's like, no, right. I'm better than this. Yeah, I'm, I'm a racer. You know, I'm a, this is what I do. And he's well, done this since he was 10 years old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. That's, that's, see, he didn't choose to be a victim of that. So it just happened. Whether he wanted the attention or not, it was needed, even if it wasn't for him. It was needed for what's going on in every sport, damn every sport, what's going on in several facets of society and in the world, man. So, I mean, cool thing for finally winning because they now they were looking at him like, hey, you guys' attention, you haven't produced the win yet. Have, have, you, have y'all ever seen, like, a group of people that really love NASCAR in, like, one room? Yes. Nah, it is It is the epitome of, like, red racism. Nick. Like, it is very... Yeah. Very. I mean, they were pissed. They had to take the Confederate flag down. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? so and they raced right outside yeah. of the stadiums was put the Confederate flag. Right. NASCAR, NASCAR is a tough crowd. So to be a brother in that crowd and to be winning, I mean, it's much like when Serena second, and Venus second started black, winning. Uh, driver, and, let's and be Arthur Ashe and all that. When black folks started winning in tennis and when black folks started winning in golf, that's when all the talk started. Yeah. Right. These are the these are the historic. You know, sports that are kind of supposed to be reserved for white people. Even hockey like fans are are more um, accepting of black players, even though it ain't that many. But like NASCAR, they do not want black folks touching that. They do not want to be around you. They want you sitting Mm -hmm. in the audience when when Bubba is winning. So shout out to that brother. Let's not skip past this though. Why you got skin showing, bro? Yeah, I was definitely gonna get on these jeans. I was definitely gonna get like. This whole he look like, he tried to hide this one. <laughs> he flipped that part up. Yeah, yeah. He flipped so you, that part up. So this, like, this is what nurse do. That boy is wearing his teenage <laughs> daughter jeans and thought that me and Bossy weren't gonna see it, fam. Like <laughs> oh, okay. The boy, the boy got his whole inner thigh that's sitting not, on, that's on not black excellence, bro. That's it's not, not at all. Man. <laughs> man, like literally his daughter left some jeans here on her way to college and he was like, ooh, he was in the mirror. Like, oh, you probably the only one that could fit though. These start 31 But you win. Uh, you know, just uh, probably one too many washers in the washing machine, man. Okay, no, that's no, not no. how this happened. I didn't, I didn't like that, man. But it's it's not a problem. <laughs> you yeah. focus, you focus on the wrong shit. Like you focus on the wrong shit. I just okay. Next question for next show. Man. We can move on. We can move on. Next question for next show. Should grown men over four 
40 wear ripped knee jeans? That's going to be a question for the Facebook. Can you put that on the Facebook page? We're going to take pictures of his ashy knees. Oh, we did it. We take these pictures. Man should do over forty. Okay, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I like over forty. I like, I like should not be wearing. <laughs> All right, so jeans, so no, that's a great transition. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a great transition. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we should. We, that's definitely gonna sell. Inertia. Check out that's the big brain like the Cali Klein commercials. <laughs> he gonna walk in with no shirt on. <laughs> Stomach all hanging out. Sexy. He gonna be in these like tight ripped jeans on some inertia. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, man! That was good shit. That was good shit. Oh, so let me ask you this. Fuck <laughs> it. Okay, right, your listen. name is fragrance. He's gonna have a whole fragrance. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a leg. Like the uh, like the what's oh, that? Yeah, what's that? 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 What's <laughs> I'm about to put a commercial out tomorrow. Make sure you pop the new fragrance from the podcast. Inertia. My quarter combo. Now I'm gonna use it. It means fuck out of here. Now, look. Do all or most black men think the same? There's a video floating around. We had some people in the group send us this video and asked us to break it down and talk about it. So in the video, they asked five or six questions <laughs> and it says, so we're, so we're in agreement, right? Uh, do you strongly disagree, disagree, somewhat disagree? Uh, all black men agree inertia? No. Uh, <laughs> or, or somewhat agree, agree or strongly agree, right? And in this video, I don't know where they got these black dudes from. They don't represent um, us. The North Pole. That's not true. That's the not North true. Pole, I thought it was a good I park in our west. It's called a. It's called a subset, right? You have to find. They had. They had a gay black man. They had a. They had a black they dude that was gay, but you, you, could, you could say. I mean, they had a black dude that it was, was a lot of cools. There was a lot of cool. They had a black dude wow. that, that sounded more like we sound on this podcast. Well, like he sound. Just like regular dudes, like saying no, regular dude. dudes. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not regular. I'm above. So you're, uh, I'm above uh, yeah, yeah, you're clearly about Are the you inertia. Um, they had an intellectual <laughs> cat. They had like a guy that was clearly like really like you no, know you. well studied. I don't know. I'm just saying in general, it's called <laughs> a subset. I'm just making this shit up. You pull people from different walks of life, that's not just that's the fair. fact yeah, that they black. That's how you do um, it. And they did that, and that's what you get. And what they did was what I, which I'm, I want to do in my class. I thought it was a dope way they did it. They drew lines, right? So everybody started out on the middle. And then you had the line to the direct left was agree. The line to the direct right was disagree. Then it was like strongly the, the, agree. The middle, the middle was strongly the, disagree. Right. Yeah. Somewhat, was somewhat agree and strongly, right. right? Both sides. But it was cool because the, the dynamic of it is if you watch the whole video a couple of times, they, they start off in the middle yeah. and like they'll start spreading and they see most people over there. And then you watch them physically yeah, change their mind yeah. and slightly go over, which which I thought was interesting from a sociological perspective, because it talks about this idea that the initial question is, do all black men think the same way? So answer that. And what I saw, well, no, all, no. all is no. I mean, yes. all is no. Do most. Yes, for the fuck of it. Do most. <laughs> Black right. men think about these particular things. That's a different question, but all is just completely ridiculous. But what I saw in that same <laughs> space was 
this black man was going this way. These other four black men were going that way. And because those other other four black men went that way, this black man slightly adjusted his course, which to me speaks to the idea that maybe they don't all think alike, but maybe we do follow mm. the crowd. We follow the black man crowd. Yeah, we to follow degree, the group corner. mentality. How about this? I'll, I'll say yes, because y'all have fucking brains. And I think it depends upon... No, and no, because it depends upon how you're raised, where you're raised at, uh, what your influences are, your trauma. Absolutely. So, so let me, let me, let me, yeah, were, let me, let me ask, trauma I want to ask y'all some of these questions and then we can, you know, yes. get back into that. Um, okay. one of the ones that, that I thought we but should, but you can't say all though. The problem is, no, all that, is that's, what immediate, the, that's, that's what the immediate, that's what the video says. So the answer is no, the answer is no for me every time, but this is how I don't know who, okay, well, just okay if it say do all men like. Blank, blank. No. Just take out all then. Yep, you got to take out all. All right, so so one of the questions was... That changed the dynamic of the do, you, All you have to say is, do black if women... If I can mean. get it out... What? Who's oh, that? He's 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If I can... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that shit is trash, bro. Well. No, don't. Okay, no, because it's automatic. No, just say do black men. That's all. So here, here, here's here's one of the questions: Are black men attracted to big butts? Yes. No. <laughs> no. What? You said yes when it was all. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I mean, you know why? Because some mix a lot get it, bro. Because he like big butts, he won't lie about that shit, bro. Some mix a lot. Really, I you disagree. Know? But uh, no, I think. I think it depends on where you're raised. Uh, a, a lot of a lot of men liking a big studies, ass ain't got to do with where you grew up. At, studies show this though. Hold on, studies show this though. If you grew up, most men tend ass. to like women that have similarities to their mom, and not in a fucking creepy way. Meaning, like the man's mom. Yes, right, right, absolutely. Right. So if your True. mama was, was, you know, what I'm saying thicker than a snicker, you might like a little, little veteran way to look, you know, look thick something. something. Your mom was a skinny lady. Yeah. You might like a little something, bro. But then <laughs> you also have the influence of. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> keep going. You know keep saying? going. <laughs> but see, and then once you get older and start to uh, develop your own thought process, it may be like the guy you said was going one way, him at the other way. If your friends like them, uh, say if your friends like white women, your peer group. Wow. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Your peer group. Look right. at that boy. Inertia. Motherfucking uh, likes all that, bro. You might start leaning toward what you didn't initially like because you're influenced by what your peer group likes. Yeah, I definitely agree with the idea that you will develop what you like in your, you know, from an educational standpoint, your brain, you're not born like, ooh, big booty. That's what's popping. <laughs> That's not how it happens, right? You're not born in your DNA like, I like big butts and I cannot lie. That's not that how that works. That's top 10 line but, right there. But your environment will shape <laughs> that information for you. The people, you know, the first set of males or females for that matter, that start to identify, ooh, you see her butt? You're going to be like, oh, okay. And, and that's going to become a part of who you are. To your point, right? I remember the first time, bro, that I found out that white women thought that having a big butt was like a bad thing. I oh, remember yeah, being facts. completely flabbergasted. Like, what? That shit like, just changed, didn't it? Like, I didn't even know shit just changed. <laughs> I did. I just remember being like, where did you hear this? Like, who told you that? And to your point, they did. They referenced like 
their white women counterparts that they looked up to their mothers, their aunts and said, right. oh, your your butt's getting too big. You're not because it was to them. It was a sign of not taking care Care of themselves or whatever. Right. So, no, I I, do. I think that black men like big butts. Yes, I do. Do I think that it has a lot to do with the socialization? I mean, I could give you the whole history lesson. I'm going to just say a word. Look it up. All right. Venus, Hotton, Todd. Whenever you get a second, whenever you get a second, well, it's not that much different than Venus. But Venus, Hotton, Todd, look that up. That will give you the history of where the fascination. And to be honest, it didn't come from black people. It came from white men. White men created the fascination that we see in the media with the black butt because white men put the black butt literally on display, on display. in museums. That's a sad story, man. All across the country. Sad ass and story. it didn't come out of the museum until 1988. So that's what that is. But yes, do black men like big butts? Yes. Come from too? Huh? Ain't that where the term thought come from originally? Ooh, that might be a new one. I didn't know that. Think about it. I'm going to have to dig well, down now. Do that research. I think I did it before. Let me ask you this then. Can you be pro-black and date a white woman? Yes. Which, which was another question. It's going to be a hurdles. You're going to have to yeah. jump a lot of hurdles. I don't, yes. think, I don't think you can. No, I, I think you can. I'm going to tell you why. Right? If you're pro-black, to me, that means you're pro-everything black. Right? So there are two ways you can look at it. You can say, well, whatever I do in my bedroom, right? Doesn't make me less pro-black. But how can you date, marry a white woman and be pro-black when she doesn't understand what black is? What if, what if, what if maybe she doesn't understand what black is, but maybe she's fully 1000% committed to developing resources and making sure that the black community grows and making sure. That's a plus, but guess what? I don't know what happens when you have children. Right now, even though when you have a mixed baby, That's it's black first, too, bro. Yeah. right? You're still black, but you've changed the bloodline. So what I'm saying is, can you actually be pro-black and have a white woman? My answer is yes. And being that you can support all things black still, right. even though you marry white, that doesn't mean you don't support your black women. And don't mean she got to show up know. to the wedding in like a turban or nothing right. like and that. Then, right? Like, go ahead, go ahead. No, no. And, and then you know. Uh, if you say you can't have you can't have a white wife and be pro black, you have to throw out the, the phrase or the, the catchphrase, love doesn't have a color, you love who you love. You got to throw it in the garbage now, bro. Hmm. And it, do you do you believe that you love who you love? Yeah, I do. You see what I'm saying? So I do. you got to throw it in the fucking trash, dog. You know, but I, I can see, like he said, there are hurdles because people will look at you like, well, you know, how sure. can you be so for us? I love it. I love throwing the fucking face at work too, but I do. Like, why, why are you doing it for no reason? Like, do this, what's bro. up, Fitzpatrick? All right, Lieberman. One time, Lieberman. Have a good day, Lieberman. All right, McNichols. Yeah. But if but if that same dude going and hit you with the all right, Jackson, right, <laughs> <laughs> jump on his ass. Don't play that. Yeah, okay. But yeah, you can't. You can't be pro black man. It just takes a little Thompson. I'm be like, oh well, no, I'm stop playing. But, uh, <laughs> oh, wait, as long as he breaks down, I'm on top. You breathe down, you know what I'm saying? There are white stones. It's funny enough, you know, but, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man, you, you can do, you can do that. You can do that, man. It's, it's not unheard of. Matter of fact, you see it all the time. Think I about some that. of your famous people now that have Umar Johnson, bro. He is one of the biggest voices of the black, you know, experience. Then he just married two two black women, all right? Well, he might have married them, but. He's got he's got an affinity for what you mean might have married him. Oh look, man. Let me tell you something. 
it's some marriages out here that be spoken of that don't happen on paper that don't happen legally. I'm just telling you this. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, telling yeah. you real talk. It's a lot of people that get married, yeah, right, for public sake. It don't really happen. And I'm just saying, beyond his getting married to two black women, he got an affinity for the for yeah. the Caucasian women. Yeah, it's funniest, a real thing. Funniest means. So does uh, what's his name? Um, Jordan uh, Peele, much as he does in the Jordan Peele, uh, and that's why he know how scary it is to be in white Bro. people's neighborhoods because he there all the time. Uh, your man's in them. Um, uh, Don cheat on them. There you go. Like, it's a lot of cats that I think represent black culture very well and speak, you know, in a positive way for black people that like white women. I don't think that that makes you a non-black supporter. I just think it does create hurdles for how you have to kind of. You know, but that's that, if I marry a white woman and I'm pro-black, the first thing that they go to, you can't be pro-black if you have a white you woman. You can. You just have to do a lot more answering of that question. You can okay. definitely be pro-black. Being pro-black does not come with some requirement of who you are with. Being pro-black is that your hey, vision. Tiger Woods up here. Tiger yeah, Tiger. Is, yeah. Your vision to be pro-black. You can be white and be pro-black. You understand what I'm talking about? Like that's, you that's, can be a non-black that's, person that's pro-black, but that's weird to me. It's weird, but it doesn't mean it's not real. Break like, down the, the term pro. Right. Facts. For pro. I am for black people. Simple, bro. So yeah, whoever I have sex with, whoever I take on dates, has nothing to do with the fact that I am for black people. Dave Chappelle, right? She's Asian, right? Yeah. 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 No, no Filipina. Sorry, Filipino. She I mean, don't hurt his day. Asian Pacific. Asian Pacific, yeah, Asian Pacific is the yeah. All right. Um, another one. Another one in the uh, that particular video was uh, the N word. Should Nobody. all races stop using? Man, I'm reading absolutely. this book right now. To me, absolutely, bro. I definitely agree. I saw a video. I, I saw a video where a police was talking to a Latino male, and he kept saying the N word with an A, and so he said it to one cop, and one cop said it back with the R. Mm. He said, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. N word with an R. And the Latino guy said, I didn't say er. I said, uh. I'm like, both of them is fucked up. Yeah, you're what not supposed to say that, right? You know what yeah. I'm saying? You shouldn't be saying it. You should be saying, but this is where this is where people try to say, well, rap and movies and, and black culture have made it acceptable for everybody to, to say the N word. Motherfucker, no, it hasn't. That word has been egregious for centuries mm. and eons and since its existence, since its birth. It's been inertia. It's been fucked up since then, bro. I think, and we can never get a control of it because. It's all we made sexy by movies and music, bro. It's all we kept sexy by cats in the hood, by uneducated motherfuckers that don't know. And then some people try to come with the, the, the bullshit theory. And I saw, I'm sorry, you know what I'm saying? Give no, no, second. go ahead. Bro, talk about some, well, Niger is a place over here and it meant world. Joe, it don't mean that shit over nah, here, man. Yeah, yeah. Knock that shit the fuck off. And that's not, nice and, that's, and that's not the people, the people that, that lived in Niger never used the word nigger, Fact. right? They used the word Niger because it was a river. No, dead up. Look, check out this book. I just started reading it this week called The N-Word by Jabari Hassim. And he makes similar points. He's The whole book is based on this idea of who should be able to say it and who should not. Nope, I didn't mean to hit the point. I just meant to bring up the chat. No, no, again, The N-Word by Jabari Asim. It's a really interesting book because I do. I have some Hispanic students that have a bunch of Black friends. They live in the same neighborhood, and I hear them sliding it off. And it's just like, yo, man, like, you know, like, I personally, I don't know, my personal viewpoint on this is like you. Right. They specifically chose that word in the first chapter of this book. He he outlines every first written account 
of a white slaveholder from Spain, Portugal, whatever, where they wrote Nigaz. It was A-H. Right. Right. And but that was meant to describe an African of less intelligence. That was specifically what it was written as. Okay. Right. And the first recorded accounts of Africans coming to America, Nigaz. Right. Nigaz. It had nothing to do with Niger. Nope. At all. Now, it comes from the Latin in Latin. Negar means in in I G G A R means black. Mm-hmm. So that's what it was just a simple term to say, oh, they black. Right. Right. That's the history of it. But I haven't gotten deep into the book yet to know, but he raises all these same questions you just did. You know, is is it really okay for black people? Can can you take the power back from the world? No. no. Is it something that you that you gain you some kind of access to? Right. Do you, right. Is there any value in that? No, definitely need to check that out. So shout out to Jabari, man. I, I'm, I'm definitely checking this I'm out. Check, I don't even read. I'm going to check that out. No, man. no, this is going to be worth it. That's an audio book, right? Yeah. Audio, yeah. I mean, I do audio because I, I travel during the day. No, I got you. Um, and I read too many dyslexic comments. One, one of, <laughs> <laughs> another, another question that I thought was interesting um, was... <laughs> was about uh, homophobia. Um, is it a big issue only in the black community? Mm, when you take off? You say only, yeah, go ahead. This one, it says, is, is homophobia a big issue in the black community? It, it's, it's definitely a big deal in every community, but I think the stronghold on homophobia has been bigger in the black community because we tend to hold on to our sexuality tighter, man. You, to me, I think this is generational trauma at its best, you know what I'm saying? Because of buck breaking, because of the things that had to go through that may not ever, ever go away, man, you know, because, and now to answer the question, I mean, I'm asking the question first. Yeah. No. Okay. It's in every community. Does it have a different role in the black community? Yes. Because we tend to shame our kids, our friends, or our, our counterparts for things that other cultures don't shame theirs for. And I, I think that's sad, but this is, this is 2021. It's not as rampant as it was in maybe the 70s or 80s or 90s. I know about the 70s because I have people that live there and they tell these stories. I grew up in the 80s. I remember that. I grew up in the 90s. I remember that where you could not be so overt uh, with your sexuality or, or you would get shamed or you would get picked on or assaulted or anything. Now it's 2021. If you still have uh, a phobia about homosexuality, to me now it's just a, a, a matter of you refuse to educate yourself about things. That's just me personally. As an adult, are we talking about kids? Because I think as an adult, kids, we, we look at it. We're the shepherds. No, it's facts. But I think as, as the way that they're pushing the agenda, right? To be Understood. open, right? With the children. Why not? I don't feel like it's being pushed the same way early enough, right? Because they're, they're trying to say, and I feel like they're trying to say like, okay, it's okay to be gay for sure. Right. Absolutely. Knock yourself out. But the way it's portrayed on TV. So you said nothing is force fed the way this is being forced. Exactly. I disagree with that. No, I disagree with that though. I mean, everything that when you talk about popular culture, popular culture, particularly in the media spaces, is informed by the audience that wants to see it. Right. So you didn't see a Bill Cosby and a Claire Huxtable because they had that great idea. That was a that was in the early the late 80s, early 90s when you had black 
college graduates saying we want to see a show see us. about us. So you can't us. you can't divorce media from its audience because media is dictated by its audience. Okay. The idea that that the conversations around LGBTQ plus you know IA rights is more prevalent now. Yeah, that. of course you're going to see it more now because you have more people saying we want to see they want to see themselves, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I think you got two different things going on. You have a great point. Homophobia is not racial. No, no, no. It's it's gender sexual specific, right? Different cultures treat it differently. It's not racial. Now, in the black community, is homophobia a you know a issue that has been prevalent yeah, within it? Yeah. Yes, but the problem with that conversation for me anyway is that so has sexism, yep. so is racism. Yep. Every conversation that happens that's not specifically about black people also applies to black people. Thus means you have to add that to the long list of shit that black people have to consider and deal with. Right now, phobia is another piece of this because phobia means fear of, and I don't know that that's the proper term. I think that there's an uncomfortability. I don't think that black men are scared of other black men that are gay or other white men that are gay. I don't think they're scared. I don't think they have a fear. I don't even think they have a fear of it, like tainting their space or whatever. I think that there is an uncomfortability with that lifestyle because you weren't raised to believe or understand that that could be a thing. And we were raised to believe that. church. I appreciate y'all for that. Right. And and yeah, you got to give a lot of you got to give a lot of credit to the church because they were hammering that point home. So also the phobia of being homosexual to me is attached to the the word, the N-word, right? You can never get rid of the negative connotation that it comes with. But they're working hard to get rid of the, the, the connotation yes. of the phobia. Because we're accepting. Yes. Right. Yes. Absolutely, man. Well, but no, that's not true. I mean, because you they're, they're accepting I'm homosexual, right? Word, oh. They're saying, no, no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that we are we we absorb the same word. I'm saying that the idea of homosexual being a term, I mean, gay was the term at one point, right? right. You had words like sissy, like you had all of these <laughs> words. No, I'm serious, man. You had all of these well, words. The F word. Right, right, right. Exactly. Right. You had all these words that they have lived through. We, black folks went from nigga to African-American. No, they went from uh, uh, um, nigger. They went from colored to um, Donkey, black. No, black. no, 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 no. I'm talking about the official terms. Okay. Um, oh, color, black, um, African American, Negro. Yeah, right? the sixties was Negro. All, all sixties Negro. Was Negro. Which, which is super offensive, right? right? Then you get into, then you get the literate black folks saying, "Well, we are from Africa, thus we must be African American, just like we have Asian American, mm-hmm. Jewish American, Italian American." Right? They got home to go back to. We don't. And then, and then you got to a point where people said, "No, forget all that. We black." Like they went all the way back to black saying that this is the American experience, which is black, that it has nothing to do with Africa because we were born here. Our generation is here. Exactly. So what I'm saying is that we're talking about two different things. We're talking about how people identify via terms for themselves. And we're talking about how other communities adjust to that. And I'm saying that I don't think that black folks have some secret 
or individual <laughs> struggle with homophobia right. so much as they have been raised or we have been raised to think, to think a lot it. of things about a lot of things about right. us, period. Right. We don't have a lot of trust in anybody. I mean, the Bible says it's an abomination, but I mean, the Bible says a lot of things are, are sin and that's not even... And half religion. the people standing like, up there like, saying it are committing are, are those exact yes. sins, yes. gluttony, greed, all of it. Yes, no big fact. I tell you what, too, though, and I'm, I'm done. I'm sure one day on this. Uh, to add to Ken Day's point, yeah, we're not scared of it. It's not so much that, but I think a lot of times the phobia may be uh, looked at or seen as because I might be gay. And how it's viewed, I'm not gonna come out. I'm always gonna mm. live a different life. That's a really good point. Yeah. That's you know a really good saying? point too. And 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 also, we talked about this prior to the show, and this is important to say. What inertia? <laughs> <laughs> we definitely didn't talk about inertia prior. That that was a brilliant moment in Black history. Inertia will live forever. <laughs> the Black Calvin Klein never. <laughs> but no, but there is something to say about this idea that if you are a man and you happen to be black. And you just don't subscribe to the full pantheon of queer, you know, values. Right. Simply saying, hey, I'm not familiar with that. That's not how I vibe does not make you homophobic. But society tries to pin that on you, though. Well, that's, that's, so, that's, that's, that's so media. That's media. You. That's media. And I agree. Try to force you to be an ally. And that's why I think <clears> it's <throat> important. That's why I think it's important to say that, that it's also okay. That's why I say I don't want to say phobia right. out of it. Gotcha. Phobia makes it sound like you're fearful. You're terrified. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> not <laughs> what it is. Like, you scared of spiders. You scared of snakes. I'm you scared of the boogeyman. You scared of, you know what I'm talking about? Scared of the police. I definitely don't fuck the scary movies. But, but, this doesn't just because you don't subscribe to a set of values of another person does not make you fearful of them. And that's the problem I think I have with that. Got it. That particular line is that we use phobia as if it means that just because I don't follow those values, that I'm fearful of you. Right. No, I just it's not my value system. You don't rock with my value system. Clearly, they don't call you heterophobic. Yeah, I mean, they like, never hear that right? No, not at they all. don't say you light skin phobic. That's not a thing. They don't use phobic. I am light skin phobic. It's a powerful too much, word. Too much credit. Man. I mean, nah, so, nah, I said it best, man. Y'all get too much credit. Nah, nah, I said it best, man. <laughs> people, people feel what they don't understand. I guess it's just a man. You know what I mean? Hey, that beat nasty. Fire. I tell you what, though, it's October what fifth or sixth. I've watched Thriller every fucking day of the month so far, bro. Really? Oh, I love it. I love the video on Halloween, bro. It's like 35 <laughs> minutes. You don't even you be asleep at work half the time. That, okay. What's going on? My mm-hmm. brothers, before we got here, I also want to it's close to midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I want to know because I don't think this is talked about enough, right? <clears throat> Are we as men sharing the things that we wish women knew about us? Well, about them, I should say. Right? Are we as men sharing what are we sharing with women what they should know about them? Right? Does that make sense to you? Oh, you said what? a different those are yeah, two yeah, different yeah, questions. Yeah. Right. Right. So, so, go, so what you're saying is are we telling the women in our lives are we telling them what truth? we want them to know about themselves? Them. About no, about us. About are we bidding to women? So yeah, you yeah, said yeah, them. So said what them you meant first. was us. So, first time, first so time. if Excuse I am me. I going to the woman in my life and saying, Hey, I really want you to know this about me. That's that's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, yeah, I do it all the time. 
So, I mean, is is this person you're talking to, is this woman you're talking to even worth that? Depends so, on the relationship. I mean, I, I mean, let's let's you assume, let's assume, and then you know, know the type of woman you may deal with. Some women like to weaponize that kind of shit against you. You know what I'm saying? For mm-hmm. in the future, but that's the old conversation. We've had a conversation already, man. I mean, you know what? If you can't share who you are and what you're going through, experiencing with your partner, bro, yeah, you wasting life. You wasting time and life. So, so shit do, like, do it like Jesse Jeff on my motherfucking uh on the joint. Shit like this, right? To, right. To, to give you an example, right? Shit like uh, we actually really want to be complimented too, right? Because women receive compliments all day because they're getting hit on all day, right? We as men like what that feels like. Give me another one. Um, he said, give me another one. <laughs> just because I'm not talking to you doesn't mean I'm not enjoying my time with you. And maybe talking is not that we sit in a silent room, but maybe because I'm not engaging, maybe I'm just enjoying your energy. Yeah. Right? Um, okay. Yeah. Let's see what else we got. Um, I we, think we do. I think we do. So, so here's the thing, right? Your, your partner, your mate has to listen. You have to, you have to understand that person you with. You know what I'm saying? Because I could be with somebody and I could not be talking to them and the TV be on and the music be on. I'm chilling. I'm, I'm happy that this person is there. For real, for real. Like, okay, I'm, cool. I'm having a great fucking day. But then I don't know what she's thinking on that end and be like, oh, he must be feeling the well in the mood. Well, well, you know well here's another one, right? Um, I really like to hang out with my friends because I love them. Not because I don't want to spend time with you. Yeah. It's called a balance. You know, I mean, these, these are things. Balance. These are things. Um, the original question is that do men do this, though, right? Do men do this? You know, that's an interesting question. So is this a love language question again? It basically is, yeah. So? Whether it's active service, it's whether it's, yeah, it's definitely it's a love related, language it's question. Yeah, whether it. it's, because uh, because this is um, words of affirmation, right? right. You, like you want words of affirmation. You want someone to tell you that they really love you today, or you want someone to tell you that they're thinking about you while they're at work. Look, right? Men have emotions. Um, so that's a better question, though. You know what I'm saying? How come? How come it seems like and we got to get out of here that a man's emotions a lot of times are underestimated or undervalued? Oh, sure. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I think that goes into the same conversation of like it's a, it's a historical kind of space where. You know, we learn these habits. You're not born like that. I mean, here's the funny one. You're not born <laughs> saying, I don't want to tell you how I feel. We, don't, we, we also <laughs> don't know what we want to eat, right? Sometimes we don't know what we want to eat either, uh, right? Some I'm shit like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know. Yeah, the minute I'm hungry, I start identifying. A boner doesn't always mean I'm horny. Sometimes it just pops Did up. You say boner. <laughs> this is what it's saying. Well, who who put the white boy in the mind? Uh, no clue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. No clue. Inertia. Uh, <laughs> no pole, pole. Literally. So wait, wait, wait. So if your dick get hard, it don't mean you horny. Yeah, huh. I'm I disagree with that one though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, you could you you could have had a horny thought. You know what I mean? Raise up. Right. Maybe, but that doesn't mean you're necessarily horny. You just yeah, fuck. I drifted off real quick. The point being, <laughs> I, I think I think the general part of this is this, is that yes, do men need to share more of what they want from a woman? Yes. The reason why, because we are stuck with this spot where we feel like, and we, we assume, I think we assume that women want us to just be all stoic 
and non-emotional and don't share your feelings and don't that we assume that we've we've, we've absorbed we've that, that way, yeah. yeah we've absorbed so that from generations of men who yeah. had to do that like real talk right yeah. like your dad my dad your dad there were moments where they had to really go out in the middle of some super racist some super dangerous super fucked up shit and come and home and, and not have a space and to cry that out, to still be strong in some space, right? right? And women have done the same. So, yes, is there this conversation that men should be more open and more direct about what they want? Yes, and would that better a relationship if you do that up front? Absolutely. Depends on the person, but it's definitely it's definitely a case by case. I mean, right? another one, another one was tell us more about what you want in the bed. Right. Sometimes we might get in there think we killing shit. And she, she, man, if you don't get your goof ass somebody else. I can, I can tell you right now. You know what I mean? I can tell you right now. Talk to Mr. Ankle right no now, joke. He about to come right now, Paul. Boy, listen, I'm just say here. You can read certain texts that are written by women and how women experience pleasure. And I would simply say that by reading those texts, you're more likely to find those subtle nuances and those subtle responses that you're looking for if you want to know. The difference is if you want to know. know. Exactly. Some cats don't want to know. Some cats just want to be able to say they did something and they out. Right. And they could care less about the results. But that's the same dude that's going to roll up in the joint, smack around a bunch of shit and be like, yo, I was in this joint. I did something. He said smack a Gucci flip You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, yeah. You walk in, I was in this joint. Ha, 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 ha. You saw me and actually had the worst effect so the one the one that i I really love is just because i joke about my emotions doesn't mean i don't want them to be taken seriously why would you do that there no i joke about my emotions all the time it's it's, it's therapeutic yes you know okay i'm I'm positive you don't share your emotions with a wham bam thank you ma'am type of motherfucker somebody that you actually had some kind of dealings or situationships or relationships i might just because i know i don't know you like that you don't know me Oh, how about this? I don't joke about my emotions, really. I don't. Like, if I'm telling you I'm feeling the way... What's your your favorite emotion? Being mad. (laughs) (laughs) Being mad. What's the the emotion you least express verbally? I think I do a good job of expressing all of them, bro. I do. No. I do. I do. No way. I I do. You can't do that. You can't say that my favorite is mad, but all the rest of them are equal. I'm bullshit, bro. (laughs) I I hate being mad. It takes years off your fucking life. You know what I'm saying? I I hate being sad because you know what? It it puts a damper on your day. I I don't. First of all, I love being uh, happy. I love laughing. I love fucking laughing. That's my shit right there. I laugh the dumbest shit on earth, you know, but I think I express everything equally and when I need to. I've grown to, to be that person. Maybe, maybe early in life, dog. I think most men. I'm, I'm gonna speak with a, uh, with a. I'm gonna stroke with a broad brush. Pause. I said a broad brush. I'm let you, I'm let you, I'm let you live. I'm let you live. We, we brush strokes. Yeah. You know I'm, I, <laughs> I'm the least one that you. It's you that everybody. The key word was stroke, but I, I get you. I wish. You know, I, I think we were all taught to mask certain emotions growing up. So you have to get to a point of maybe 25 to 30 before you start learning to deal with these emotions. Yeah, you want to be a real man, you got to suck right. it up. Pause. <laughs> but that was a phrase y'all heard. Y'all heard that. Y'all heard that phrase. Don't act like you didn't. Well, he, Why are you defending yourself, bro? You ain't, because I know y'all heard it. Y'all was going to bail out. Like, no, dude. Yeah, dude. I mean, he, he, I mean Bossy, Bossy just said it. Look, our feelings get hurt. 
But we're trained to suck it up and deal with it because of that. We oh, have a tendency yeah. to be really I'm bad at communicating. Up, fam. First of all, shit up, fam. Fam, put your finger down, fam. Hey, man, it's homophobic, man. <laughs> You're right. You know what? It's homophobic. Yeah. The nurse of the conversation got to me, bro. You can't. The word "suck" should not automatically mean gay, man, or homosexual, man. It's Facts. just a word. It means, yeah, suck. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> let me so have. Let me have a sip. So I got. <laughs> I did that for y'all. Um, but yeah, so Locked it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great too. Just not silly. <laughs> <laughs> the nurse is too far with yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nah, man, we gonna get out of here, man. But I, I just think that uh, maybe women don't know. Do they you really express your emotions, bro? I do. do you are, are I do. You, that's you know that, that's equated expressing your emotions. I'm sorry, dog. No, it's equated with vulnerability, bro. Yeah. A lot of times men don't seem vulnerable, and that, that's the, that's the thing, right there. But though. you're taught that vulnerability is weakness, man. Um, it depends on how you look at it. I'll be straight though. I'll be straight, right? So I know for a fact. That I am not a um, openly emotional person. That's all I'm trying to say. I express them equally. In my own space, when I'm in my by myself, I can definitely experience high levels of emotions, and I I go through my range of emotions, and I and I process that. Yeah, right? when you when you call me that day, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, exactly. I'm not <laughs> nearly as comfortable doing that same process in front of other people. But I recognize that that comes from a lot of conditioning. Mm, it comes from a lot of, I mean, look, look on some real talk, bro, I'm not six, five. So if I'm going to be a strong black Me man either. out here, change. if I, I want to be a strong, <laughs> strong black man out here, I got a lot of extra compensation to do for the strong part comparatively. Right. So, okay. so for me to show that I might have, I mean, look, I've had this moment a hundred times in my head on a number of bad decisions. If I get arrested tonight and I go to jail, I'm going to be in there with some goons. How am I going to express to them that like I'm with the shits and like I'm not taking nothing for no answer. Right. So, so those types of thoughts, right. Those are the things that I've been conditioned to understand that I have to go in ready to fight. I have to be willing to knock out the biggest dude on the well, block. We fighting though. Because it's, it's just jail. It's it, it jail. Just okay. Even if it's not jail. I'm trying to paint it to the corner. You know it, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you're a GD UFO. <laughs> Where you at, Lord? What's happening? Right. You on the right fist or the left open hand? Where you at, fam? No, but I'm just saying, in general, that does come with. I think that not just black manhood, but manhood in general, we've been conditioned to believe that we have to be able to fight for someone, if not yourself. Right. Right. And so when you express emotion, you express potential weakness to the enemy or the op or the whatever that is out to get you, even if it's the woman in your life. Don't take it. Don't take advantage. Right. Yeah. So the person that you're, you're being vulnerable to, don't take advantage. Right. That's, it's, it's, it's supposed to be a secretive space. I still I'm going to be 100 with you. I still think you shouldn't express your personal deep emotions out to the public. I get that there are people out here that are like, yo, but that's what makes it freeing and that's what makes it available. I'm not knocking that. You're like on social media? Yeah, because to me, that's like the self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Like the person that posts, I just donated $1 billion oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to the Black Children's Fund, right? Damn. Why did you post it? Mm-hmm. If you really cared that much and that's all it was about, it didn't need to be posted. You posted it because you wanted some value in return Validation. for that. Yeah. So it's the same thing for me, man. People out here like, yeah, no, I'm very open. If it's very personal and deep like that, it's not supposed to be for the public. Personal and deep. 
And so the idea of empowerment, I understand that. And I'm not saying that anybody that does it is doing anything wrong. I'm simply saying me personally, I keep my personal shit personal. And it's that simple. And I do expect, and I do understand that I have some unlearning Mm -hmm. and some unconditioning to, to experience, but I want to do that personally. I don't want to do that. You know, it's crazy, bro. This is one statement. We will never unlearn. Boy just picked out his whole everything. Frederick Douglass yeah. right before we got off the show. Oh, my mama. More than more than the whole show. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll never unlearn all the conditioning, Joe. Before before I definitely, I don't think so. Really it's think almost so, impossible. He's yeah. generations on top of generations yeah. on top of never generations, shit, bro. Well, that's episode sixty-seven, man. It's a wrap, man. I want to go ahead and thank y'all for listening. You know, turning your dial, going going to our our app. You know, I mean, we're everywhere. Please continue to subscribe. He meant the website. No, I meant the app. Like we have an app? Spotify. It's not our app. Spotify is the app. It's my app because my shit on that. What you mean? All right, whatever. Anyway, yeah, go to the website. www. Word bank failed them. (laughs) (laughs) Dot. The corner combo dot com. Number one podcast in Chicago, man. Look up a nurse and you don't see this boy face. Yo. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for rocking with us, man. We appreciate you. Uh, everybody that subscribes week after week, all of the views, uh, Facebook page, everybody around the world. Oh, man, I can't wait to make this commercial. We, <laughs> we definitely doing that. Inertia. The bottle's gonna be a frumpy. <laughs> I don't like the word fuck. Wait, Travis, knees, 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 you know, cut out. He's gonna be holding a basketball, but it's gonna be like the miniature one, like the twelve-year-old basketball. We're gonna hold conversation. Four guys, 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 four guys